You're listening to a Sound Vision GC podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, another podcast with Sound Vision GC, and we have Rio here. Oh, nice to meet you guys, even though I'm not really <laughs> seeing you guys. But yeah, nice, um, nice to be here. Yeah. I haven't really done a podcast before, but oh, really? This is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, but you're saying that you set up podcast yeah. streams, though. Yeah, I used to do heaps of that um, when I was working in sales at Dragon Image. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I used to build pod- podcast studios, used to sell these guys, these mm-hmm. pod mics and these arm stand things. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, no, they were really good. And then Blackmagic were making all these really cool like podcasts, like mixes and stuff. So we pushed mm-hmm. that a lot and that was really mm-hmm. fun um, to sell. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's always just so cool to like someone comes in and like, oh, I want to do a podcast back in like when – it was like, oh, it's just before COVID, but mm. everyone was really getting into podcasts and they blew up in COVID. But yeah, yeah. before that, it was still like a massive drive for everyone to just get into it. And mm-hmm. so I'd come in and like, well, people would come in and they'd be like, yeah, um, I just want to do a podcast. Set up. I'm like, oh, cool. What are you doing? What's it about? It's like, well, I'm a one, one guy's like, I'm a, a jockey. Like I do horse races and stuff. And I just want to do a podcast about horse races. And I was yeah. like, that's so cool. Like yeah. I always get people from like channel seven coming in mm. and asking for like their usual led, like on t- like top camera led thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> they buy every single time, somehow they break it. But mm. yeah, like it was cool with podcasts because you just get people from different industries coming in and they're just like, yeah, I want to do, this and I want to talk about this and they have absolutely no idea what they're what they're buying so I'm like yeah, yeah. cool get a get a pod mic they're cool <laughs> they're yeah. like tiny little cheap things they're awesome um mm-hmm. so we sold a heap of that um yeah and zoom recorders just for like people starting yeah. out yeah yeah so are you more into the sound or like the camera part of the I I would say I'm more into camera I've done yeah. plenty of sound wouldn't consider myself professional at sound um, <laughs> but yeah. I do know about sound I've worked yeah in the sound department a lot Worked in like a feature once, doing mm-hmm. like a boom op. Um, we just, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, you got an arm workout. Yeah. Yeah. It's you can so tell. I mean, I, people behind the uh, microphone can't tell, but I <laughs> do not have the arm strength for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, a skinny so twig. But um, yeah, exactly. It's, it's quite hard. It's very demanding. Um, but what I loved about sound is like so little gear. You know, you don't have 20 million cases to carry around mm-hmm. in a forest, you've got your boom pole. And your recorder. Apart from the cables. (laughs) Yeah, the cables suck. Yeah, you're just attached to everything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And if you've got like a like a boom operator and a mixer and you guys are like like linked by like it's like an umbilical cord of like sound beats. You just like walk around together all the time. If you like, yeah, and you go to the bathroom, you just like Taking yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you go to the bathroom together. As, oh, really? Yeah, no. As as a boom up and a mixer, you do everything together. You go home together. Yeah. You meet your family together. It's, it's you're you're there. You're set for life. Yeah. <laughs> but Damn. yeah, that was um, that was really fun. I did enjoy like that. And you always have like a close relationship with just your, like the two people in your mm. department, which is fun. Mm. Um, camera is a bit more like hierarchical. You've got like your DP, then your camera operator, first, second. Yeah. Data wranglers, attachments, people that make you coffee. Do you feel <laughs> like, there's like a bit of a difference between sound and camera in terms of respect? Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's changing a lot, but I That's don't know. There's, uh, there's something that like film school did a lot was was um, divide that like 
Like it was always like, I mean, I don't know where it even came from. I just mm. remember going on a set in like film school and there's just a divide. Like you just hate the soundies. And yeah. a, a, a big part of that is because there's just no communication in like what's yeah. needed. And like yeah. people in camera, um, especially when they're starting out, they don't know the different roles. Just assu- like just assume they're the, they're the top priority, you know? Yeah. Like it's camera is everything. I need to get this shot. We're losing light. But sound need to do heaps of stuff mm. and they just do not get the time. Um, exactly. And then like AD, like, you know, the way it's set up, the way it's pitched as a soundie, it's like really quick set up. Like, you know, you work with everyone else's schedule, but yeah. there is so much more that needs to happen in terms of like getting wilds and mm. getting like um, additional dialogue, um, anything like that, or even just room tone. Yeah. And yeah it just get, doesn't get community, doesn't get put in the schedule Soundies don't even get invited to recce's, mm. um, which is which so is so important. stupid because yeah, like, like could be right next to a highway, yeah, and yeah. then they're like, mm, it sounds amazing, and soundies are like, what is this extreme like loud? <laughs> yeah, sound. yeah, yeah. Well, they wouldn't even like think about it. And I've been to so many sets where that happens. You know, you just go mm. in, and then you're um, you're like, this is a beautiful location next to a highway or next to a, like a flight path, and that's something you wouldn't really know unless mm. you were a soundie or you looked out for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it sucked. I really, but anyway, I think it's changed a lot. Like the more you, the further you get into the industry um, and like the bigger the set is, there is more time for, um, mm-hmm. for soundies. Uh, there's more time for sound, even though that even on high budgets, it's just ADR <laughs> a lot of the time. And that's an excuse so many people use. Like, yeah, oh, but like, yeah, yeah, this is going to be ADR anyway. Not like, in your budget. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not in like a $1,000 short film. Yeah, um, they wish. But yeah, yeah. Mm. No, but you know, a $200 million film. Yeah, of course it can be ADR. But you need yeah. you need that good sound as a... Exactly. That bass and you need the wilds and you need the like the on-location sound. And mm. in the end, it's still money. It's still costs. So mm. they're going to try get the best quality of sound that you can get, yeah. you know, on set. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's definitely like... And it's changing. And also, I'm, I like, I love all my sound friends. I've got heaps of sound friends. So if they're <laughs> over on the job, I'm like super friendly. I love it. Mm. Um, I think it's really fun. But yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that kind of attitude changes. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I haven't seen, I haven't been on a set yet. Like recently that's been. But you've worked during COVID, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was worked. that weird? Did you have to wear a mask and all that kind of thing? Stay um, 1.55? <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. During zipper. like peak, peak COVID, it was, um, um, I didn't really work on many sets. The sets just weren't a thing anymore. They just, no, no one was, um, no one was really shooting. It was quite rare. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to save it up a little bit of money. So I'm just going to just play games Relax. and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's funny at the time because like all my roommates were all working from home. So I'd like come out of my room, <laughs> grab a beer at like 12. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like I'm on the phone. Like one's an accountant. He's like, oh, I'm like, they're going to get this invoice in. But I'm just like, cool. You, okay. you, you I'm going back. Anyway, that was yeah. a lot of my life in COVID, but um, I actually got offered like to shoot this really interesting. It was a like, ballet, um, like instructional, like exercise series, oh, cool. um, for, I think it was like Claudia Dean world. She was, she's like a really big ballet dancer. And anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I shot like all this footage for them, um, at the studio and the way it happened was like, this is after me, like leaving sales and, mm. uh, f- 
um, a customer of mine just randomly messaged me on Facebook. Um, and he's like, hey, I need help. I need to shoot like a studio setup. Um, the guys, the new guys in Dragon Age aren't helping. So I'm like, okay, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll help. I used to help with these studio setups heaps. So I'm just going to, I'll give you like any pointers. And um, so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you need? What's the size? Like, what are you, what are you shooting? And he's like, oh, I've got this many lights. And it was like five tiny LED panels. And I need to shoot a 10 by 10 like Sakurama. And I was like, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> you cannot shoot a 10 by 10, like 10 meters by 10 meters Sakurama with five tiny LED panels. What's a Sakurama? It's like a, it's like a white, yeah, sorry. It's like a white, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a, like a curved corner wall. So it's like you, you, when you shoot at oh. it, yeah, it's just like completely white. It's how you get like oh. the white backdrops. And oh, the reason okay. it's like 10 by 10, it's like one's like, you know, it's like kind of like an L shape. So like in the corner, it's just like a, it's like all like kind of plastered in. It's like a, uh, so it's like curved. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we yeah. have that Cur- in curved. the studio somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, everyone I was wondering has why it, it like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially <laughs> because that way there's no shadows. So when you shoot oh, shoot light into it, it doesn't. Okay, that makes it just sense. bounces everywhere and it doesn't yeah. have any shadows. It's not cut by anything. Okay. So yeah, my experience with studios was always like massive source, super soft is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it'd be like two on the side and then one on the top to kind of get the top. But um, I was like you know, working with his budget and I was like, mm. okay, well, look, I can hire equipment from a friend of mine in Gold Coast um, and I'll bring it down um, or up or whatever <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, like to Brisbane yeah. and I'll um, I'll set it up and like it's going to cost this much and it's like I'll, he can do a better rate because it's going to be like a couple weeks maybe like almost a month of just shooting these like exercise videos mm. um, so anyway I set it up and everything and he's just like oh by the way do you want to like also shoot like help shoot it and I was like yeah so now not only am I like getting like that small rate of just helping out but then just getting mm. like more consistent basically full-time work throughout that whole period mm. so yeah it was just kind of little three cam set up we had a few other operators um I did all the lighting HMI 12 by 12 diff shooting into it and then just like using his LED panels with another diff to shoot on the side and then had a thing on the C stand. It was a whole thing. Had a mm. bunch of like lights everywhere. Anyway, did that. It was amazing. Um, for that whole month, I learned everything about being a ballet dancer. I've got my new calling as a <laughs> ballet dancer. Like, yeah. Do, you, do have you done? Well, I haven't do done you? ballet, but um, I've I can I feel like I can do it now. Um, I know what um, uh, what's the on point or something. It's like what the what you call. When, when you're like, on your toes. When you're on your toes, that's what I learned. I also learned ways to like do the splits, like how to train what? to do the splits. Yeah, yeah. It was like something like you got to like, like stretch your legs out, obviously. But then you like go on a, like <laughs> against the wall and you like keep like edging towards the, the wall until like, and you just keep doing that while yeah. doing like some weird, I don't know, exercise to stretch those muscles. Damn. And in like a couple of weeks, you can do the splits. I was like, whoa. <laughs> This is cool. I'm going to try this. No, I've never no, tried no. it, but <laughs> it was cool. I yeah. Um, so anyway, did that through COVID. Um, and luckily, like, because it was just like four people-ish and we we're all really quite separated. We didn't really yeah. have to wear masks or anything. And mm. we were already like 
we built a massive studio space and we just stayed like kind of apart. Mm. Um, made sure that it wasn't really shown so much in social media that you want to wear masks. <laughs> no, um, it was it was Keep it, it was fine um, yeah. for Brisbane in particular. Like there was just very little cases even then, so yeah, it wasn't bad. Every we were all isolating in our own houses, so mm-hmm. there was never like any kind of stress going into work. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then. Luckily, even still throughout COVID, like pretty much right after that, I got offered as like an engineer, like tech role in ServeChild. It was like a post company okay. that also like kind of bought their own gear and camera gear mm-hmm. and made like they would make basically produce movies, like features and TV shows. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I did that and we I worked there for a bit until they got me to... And even then, it was it was quite fine, you know. You just no like no handshaking in the office. No, it's kind of it was nice because I like to just kind of say hi without having to do the awkward handshake. Uh, yeah. You know, you don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's cool. I think it's the best thing that happened with COVID. Is there's no awkward interactions anymore. I mean, at least for some people. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's like yeah, cool. I was just a wave. Introverts. That's I'm like, it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Don't have to like, talk to you. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I stay away from you. I was like, if I don't have to talk to you, I'll stay. Oh, I'm not scared. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I did that and then um, we went up to, because of COVID, um, we couldn't really shoot in Gold Coast and Brisbane because you needed a massive COVID safety plan to have mm. that many crew in one spot. So they ended up having to shoot in Cairns and in Port Douglas and all that, which mm-hmm. is why we went up there. Normally we wouldn't shoot up there so far away because it's just, all they needed was a beach to do that in Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, you know, because it was just it was just going to be cheaper and better, you know, there's less of like a drama with COVID over there. Literally, there's zero cases in Cairns. Like there was nothing. <laughs> so, Damn. yeah, there was like it was so safe. Um, we all did COVID tests when we landed um, and then we quarantined in like a five star resort. Um, wow. And <laughs> it was so cool because they would um, like we would get all these five star like resort and like accommodation because those places had absolutely no tourists anymore. So their prices just dropped. So low. They were like, oh, oh my God, gosh. we're getting like 90 people in, like filling every single room with crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll give you everything, but like <laughs> so little because they wouldn't Damn. have made any money otherwise. Um, so they had a great deal. We had a great deal. You know, I was just getting like, oh man, the first place we went to was like Alamander Resort in Cairns and they would um, like for breakfast – you would just get like, I just came in and they're like, oh, here's your breakfast list menu thing. Yeah. It's like, you choose what you want to do, what, what you want. And then, um, and so you choose like, oh, I'll have some like bread and you have some like jam. And it was all like organic, beautiful stuff. And up, up in Canada, there's so many like banana fields. So you just get, <laughs> I was like, yes, the bananas. <laughs> I did a road trip. I saw a million bananas. I want fresh bananas. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got that. Mm. But the fav- my favorite part was um, this like sourdough. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, sourdough. I've had that, you know, from Coles and Woolies. Yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah. Grab that. No, like, the, these guy, like, there's a chef there that just bakes sourdoughs every day, like, no in the way. morning, just fresh sourdoughs. And you would just get that. You'd probably get it, like, two times a week because, you, you know, one sourdough will last you ages. You wouldn't get mm. one every day. But um, you get that two times a week. And, yeah, like, it's just so fresh. It was just, like, so soft. And you like cut into it and you make your your jam. It's like organic jam and stuff. Wow. It was cool. And then, yeah, and then like lunch and dinner was all like catered for. And it was all like gourmet. Like I think that 
specific restaurant that we're getting the lunches from was like a Michelin star restaurant no at one point at least. I don't know if it is anymore. So mm. it was just gourmet shit. I loved it. So, yeah, that was really cool. So I did that mm. in COVID. Um, because of COVID, we just got all these cool things. Yeah. Um, did it again in Port Douglas, like, literally like, two weeks later. Um, same thing. We're at Thala Resort. Mm. Beautiful. Like, had, like, little bungalows. Um, yeah, it was nice. Mm. Anyway, but, yeah, so that was kind of work in COVID. Um, not too, like, yeah, it wasn't, for me particularly, it wasn't too, like, restricted um because yeah. we kind of found ways around it um and then yeah and then pretty much like even even still it's like in, in like COVID has impacted all sets and i think in almost a good way a very good way actually like um there's a lot of like issues with with people coming on set even just sick like a, a flu mm. and you don't want that spreading and a lot of people are such workaholics um and especially a lot of industries that don't care if you're sick and it mm-hmm. happens so much they'll just be like nah you work throughout your sickness um <laughs> seriously like it happens like they might not say it like that but like they expect you to work mm. um and they do not give you sick days so now with COVID it's changed this industry to be more like look if you're sick then you're sick and you have to take your time off and mm. they have to give it to you they can't force you into work um you know and then even people that just like I think uh, during like um, this production, the Warner Brothers one, we um, like one of our dailies colorists, yeah, just had like bronchitis, and it oh. was like he was like coughing and coughing like crazy. But he, I mean, he Will's no other dailies colorist colorist on the job, so like he mm. had to come into work and he was pushing himself, and he was like wearing a mask and yeah. everything and just dying literally, like he just couldn't do oh, it until thing. like yeah, a dailies producer she just like gives him like a call and he's like. Like, Kim, you cannot come into work. You're not allowed. We've deactivated your pass um, and wow. you won't get through security. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit, why did you have to do that? And she, like, told me, like, right after that phone call, she's like, I didn't actually do any of that. <laughs> getting him to not come to work. <laughs> he needs his rest. Mm. He, we can be fine without Daily's color for a bit. We'll do CDLs. We'll do something else. Just take rest. Yeah. And then he just took, like, a couple of days and he was back to normal, mm. kind of, but... Like, it was just kind of, oh, it was just so good to have, like, that, like, care in this industry now. I mean, mm. I think she's also the kind of person who would have done that anyway. But yeah. specifically with, like, she can argue that to anyone saying, like, no, like, our co-worker's sick. He can't come into work. Other mm. people would most likely be like, well, how sick is he? <laughs> can yeah. He, can he just wear a mask? <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So, yeah, no, it was, so that that's what, like has changed a lot I think and that's it's a I think it's going to be a permanent thing moving forward yeah I hope so because I, I do feel that people do need rest yeah especially if they're sick oh yeah yeah like you can't really do your job properly no, no of course not you can't like think dying. you can't concentrate yeah yeah um, yeah and then you know you've got people with like um what's it called like um just just poor like immune systems and like yeah um, exactly. I forget like there is a low more, immune yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a there's a Phrase. <laughs> I'm trying to remember it, but um, yeah, like that. You know, who work in this industry and they're constantly live scared of a um, you know, any kind of sickness mm. or infections, mm. and um, you know, p- people with uh, cystic fibrosis, especially mm. who suffer with like um problems with lung or even asthmatic people, 
you know, who have lung problems and a lot of that happens through inhalation. Mm -hmm. So like wearing masks and everyone else wearing masks, oh, it's it's good. And it Mm. should happen if you're sick, wear a mask regardless. Everyone should just have a mask. Doesn't Mm. matter if it's COVID or not. Mm. Um, So that's, yeah, it's good. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully that um, that sticks. Yeah. Um, You know, don't have to wear a mask every single day. I think, you know, nowadays masks are kind of not as important. Like you don't really need need them on set anymore if you're in Brisbane um, and it probably will be like getting easier and easier and less restricted. But Mm. yeah, if you're coughing, put your mask on. I think it's (laughs) it's just a normal thing that should happen now. How do you how do you feel about the conspiracy theorists with COVID yeah. vaccine? Oh, that's a really interesting think, one. Yeah. You, would you get the vaccine? Oh, of course I would get yeah. the vaccine. I mean, but I'd you're say, gonna get the chip. <laughs> They're gonna possess you. Here's here's the thing. A lot of people, <laughs> they um, I, I love anti-vaxxers um, views like, on stuff like this. It's like, funny. oh, it's gonna give you autism and stuff like that. And I always say this. I always say, look, I get it but I can't get autism twice. <laughs> like, you know, I've already got it. Um, you can't give it to me again. This vaccine's not going <laughs> to mm. um, And I love I loved just being like that, um, just shutting them down with just, like, it's, no, like, I, I've, I, I do not condone that kind of, like, it's, it, like, just opinion, just backed up with nothing, like, mm. no evidence at all. They're just like, I don't know what's going into my body. Um, I don't know what they're putting into it. It's so rushed. It's like, like. I mean, it's pretty rushed because everyone's dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, oh, it's it's so bad. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, like I can tell you right now, Susan, that you probably put so much more <laughs> worse shit in your body than a fucking <laughs> what's in a vaccine. Um, yeah. Oh, I was like one opinion someone had once. It was just like. Oh, did you know that they have like part of like the virus in the vaccine? Like they're just giving you like, yeah, that's how a vaccine works. <laughs> like, do you do research? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. It's so bad. Um, I, I know um, that someone had an opinion that, you know how they check your temperature mm, yeah. and they go really close to your head. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, oh, they're training you to be used to having a gun <laughs> to your head. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's... What? And this person, I mean, they're not going to get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. If someone, ha- like, has a loaded gun to my head, I'm just going to be like, are you te- check- checking for my temperature? Like, is it good? Like, was it, like, 90? No. It's like, it's fine. <laughs> it's like they're trying to condition us to be okay with having a gun to our head. Oh, my God. Apparently, through that I've, thing. Yeah. No, oh, that's wild. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> funny. And that there's, like, a chip in the... I'm like... Look, the government already has control of everything. Oh, yeah, they know like, everything about you. Like, what's the point of like? I don't know if you realize. Yeah, but there's a chip like on your in your pocket that you <laughs> use constantly. <laughs> that you have all your personal details in. I think like you, everyone has that, and you've got yeah, that. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and although like oh my, I had another opinion about this. Like mm. a lot of people not in, like liking the privacy infringement on like phone stuff. Like yeah, look, I get it. I think there's like a huge privacy issue, but yeah. I absolutely love getting ads completely targeted to me. You know, <laughs> when I just like, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to like 
buy like I don't know something like I'm like what was I looking at like freaking like a car or like tires for my car or something <laughs> and it's like oh here's like a hundred different people that can sell you for a very good price I'm like, this is great <laughs> I was just scrolling Facebook and now I've got like so many things that I was thinking of getting um, yeah I, like now I'm not getting like advertised like different types of bras and random <laughs> things that just did not make any sense to me like they were just like oh, random demographic let's, now, let's now you're gonna get bras sent to yeah. you yeah oh shit well now, now I'm it's talking always about listing, it. remember yeah yeah i have to be careful about that um but i don't don't mind man like you know that's fine um (laughs) i could use a bra um if the phone's telling me then i probably need it um but yeah like that like i i I really like things getting targeted for me um i think it was pretty cool yeah just have everything kind of like you know personalized um it's like oh you're thinking of me yeah yeah right so it's listening at least one person's listening (laughs) (laughs) you know um so but yeah yeah and it's kind of it's creepy when you just have like on a random topic and then it just pops up the next day on your phone um (laughs) you're like (laughs) like, oh yeah that's right i was talking about yeah weird like bit sus uh Mm. mr fbi agent (laughs) like what else do you listen to um have you um seen the social dilemma no, Netflix. I really want to. You I should think that's, see uh, it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Not funny, but it's just like, yeah, of course this is what happens. And yeah, everyone's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, this happens? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what well, else do you yeah, think? Yeah, you know, they no. get your attention. And like TikTok and everything. Oh, it yeah. is an obsession, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm very obsessed and I <laughs> don't know why. It's so yeah, it's bad. It's very strange. I think TikTok has nailed some like algorithm that's just... So good. You just, like, mm. I go on and I'm like, this is just so dumb and I'm obsessed. You know it, but, <laughs> yeah. you, know it, but you just keep going. Yeah, like, it's, it's just like, the oh, swipe wow. thing. It's like, uh, I feel like Tinder got us into swiping and then now, like, <laughs> like every, like, freaking app is just now just um, about, like, how easily can we get them to just use a thumb and not only a thumb? Mm. <laughs> just swipe through shit. Um, that is so true, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Yeah, I, I love that. And um, my favorite part about TikTok's algorithm is like the way they handle ads. It's like you have absolutely no obligation to watch this. Mm. <laughs> like it just pops up and you can just skip it immediately mm. or you can watch it if you want to. Mm. Um, I found that really, really like good. Like I've never just been stuck on like a 10 second ad. Yeah, like on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, TikTok's done some cool shit there. Um uh, it's like another platform for Vine users. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, so Vine like, died. And then yeah, Vine died. And then now, like, this is like the new Vine. Um, mm. And there's just way more editing stuff, like options. So mm. people make some really crazily creative stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my favorite part of TikTok is like the music industry, um, particularly the ones that duet yeah. just random things. Like there's one... That's going viral at the moment. If you've seen it or not, it's like a uh, like a frog. Oh yes, yeah, that the frog. frog. Like... It's just like riveting outside yeah, someone's yeah, window, yeah. and then it's just a shit ton of musicians like adding like a sax, adding some piano, guitar, yeah. lyrics to it, and it's just my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I love the the sea shanty phase. Um, everyone just like like someone would just make like a single tone of like a sea shanty, and then people just add to it, add mm-hmm. to it, and it's just like hundred like violin and guitar and piano yeah fuck i love musicians in mm-hmm. this industry it's so good and um yeah. yeah like it just 
opened up this like creative world for so many people. Mm. Um, more than just, you know, girls dancing on TikTok. It's now like a people like, making yeah, actual careers off it. And and getting opportunities. I know yeah. this one guy I don't know his name, but this guy apparently he sung a song and then people all like added to it and now he like got a record deal with a company to do yeah. more music. Yeah. And it's just like you just sung this thing on TikTok and now you like making all this money <laughs> and have this opportunity. So uh. It's I, like, yeah. yeah, good and a bad thing. I, I, guess I feel like the, ki- the the kid that made, well, not the kid, the guy that made the um the Fortnite song is just going to blow up as like one of the <laughs> best musicians. Like he's going to be selling out concerts on that TikTok, like Fortnite song. It's my favorite. Well, what is it? Oh, Where's it go? Oh, let me try to Come remember on. it. It's like... um. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, I was like, number one victory royale. Yeah, Fortnite, we're about to get oh, down. Get oh, to- yes, yes. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. do, I do know that one. Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite thing ever. I was blown up and oh, I love it. Um, I do not even play Fortnite. I just think, <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. And then fucking Kanye West goes and copies it. Oh, my God. <gasps> Did he? <laughs> Kanye West, just calm down. Like, <laughs> he thinks he owns everything. Right. I, I mean, a good on him for, you know, bringing out like someone small like Kanye West out into like, you know, make music like, and you know, copying the kind of stuff. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. But the viewers out there are uh, cringing. I'm completely joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it was funny. I love, I love that, um, that side of TikTok. It's, uh, it's really cool. Mm. Not yeah. the Fortnite part, just the uh, creatives yeah. making music of just random things. Um, purely for like their own enjoyment and it's just mm-hmm. blowing up. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I have like this stuck. I actually had this stuck in my head all night. The mm. one that's just like macaroni. Yeah. yeah the yeah. chicken strip. <laughs> I just oh. sort of stuck in my head. I'm like, where do people find these things? Right. And then they just add things to it. And yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah, yeah, it is entertaining. I, that's probably why we keep scrolling. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. It's such an addiction. And you're just like, what's the stupid thing that's going to happen next? Like, so unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> stupid app. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I hate it, but I love it at yeah, the same yeah. time. Oh, I hate anything that gets me, like, addicted. Yeah. Um, if I'm, like, up past, like, 2 a.m. on something, I'm like, fuck, I hate this thing. Like, whatever it is, I hate it. <laughs> why is it making me do this? I've, like, deleted it so many times. And I've <laughs> now I haven't because I'm like, okay. But then I've hidden it in my phone somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't good. do anything. I know where it is. Yeah. So I just go back just and... Never never look at, like, your digital well-being on that app. No, no. It's so bad. I'm never going to... I've seen, like... I just know it's bad. Yeah, I've seen, like, four hours, seven hours on just TikTok. And I'm like, oh. what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> A day wasn't it or a week? yeah i've, oh, I've a been day? like yeah it, that's in one day just like oh, seven hours shit. four hours on tiktok um yeah i need to just stop um <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's yeah yeah but we're enjoying ourselves that's the main thing we're not yeah, wasting yeah. time it's fine like, yeah it's, it's covid you know i got nothing to, yeah. else to do like right i can justify <laughs> this so um, yeah do you have like any advice you'd give to you know people coming out in the film industry because you seem yeah. so obviously have done a heat yeah, I've done a fair few things. Yeah, um, which is I'm so still, cool. I'm still branching out, like, recently into, like, Hollywood and, and into, like, much bigger productions. Mm. But, um, yeah, like, my strategy is always just, like, the same strategy, which I didn't even know was a strategy. It's just be super friendly with people. Ask them what's going on, what's next, what are they working on. It's mm. so, it helps so much. Um, yeah, just being a nice person. I yeah, think. yeah. Like, attitude <laughs> goes such a long way. Mm. Um, and people will always hire you on attitude. 
in every single job, every single job I've ever gotten has always been a referral, like mm. 100% of the time. Mm. I very rarely have just applied to something. Um, and the things that I do apply to, um, like technically send a CV and an email, is usually someone who's already working on that says, hey, we're looking for someone, send your CV through to me, mm. I'll forward it on. So it's like, I'm kind of applying for it, but it was also mm. a referral. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. um, they didn't just call me and say, hey, we want you in. Like, you know, mm. there's still an application process, but yeah. it always comes through from someone. Mm. Um, and even when I was like, I was working as a dailies operator on um, the Cat King Elvis film. I don't know mm. what they're really going to call it. Um, Baz Luhrmann's. Yeah, the yeah. Baz Luhrmann film. I think I can talk about it now. I feel like it's like Tom Hanks has talked about it. I can talk about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was working as a dailies operator on that. And what I would do is I just, um, um, like I'd talk to all the camera department. And because I used to work in camera a lot, mm. I, I know quite a lot of them, but I just talk to them and just be like, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah. And like towards the last two weeks, I was like, oh, shit, I should figure out what's happening next. I'm like yeah. going up and asking them like, hey, like what are you guys jumping on? Like what's it? And then just kind of expressing that this is the, you know, the path I want to take. So yeah, I'm like yeah. saying I want to do this. And they're like, oh, yeah, good to know. And then like a week later, they're like, hey, by the way, we're looking for someone. This guy, this guy said he wanted to do that. Um, mm. So that really helps. Um, mm. But yeah, like. I think people starting out, it's quite hard because, you know, obviously you need to actually be on these sets to to have that kind of ref yeah. references and referrals. So, like, my, I mean, uni uni worked out really well for me and a lot of people just for the the connections. Mm. Um, and now you could ask yourself, is it worth $50,000 to just get connections? And, like, yeah, when you think about it that way, probably, like, you could probably find these kind of connections like through any other means, like through getting into the industry, just like through Facebook and all those Facebook mm. groups and try jumping on a set. But I think what I really liked about uni was doing student films and having like the ability to screw up, just yeah, like exactly. being allowed to screw up and like yeah. encouraged. Um, and I remember like one of like my lectures, like I, I messed up bad once. I like had like heaps of gear in my car and, um, Oh, no. Yeah, like I remember we shot this like film, like this short film, and then I like um, drove it back to my house, and I was gonna, I was like, I was calling like the uni, I was like, hey, can we drop it off now? I know it's like quite late, it's like four or five, and they're like, and they like close around four or five, and I was like, oh, they're like, oh, just do it tomorrow, just do it tomorrow. I was like, okay, so I was like, went back. This is like shit. Sounds like C stands and camera equipment mm. and like mm. all in like these massive cases, and I was living in like Sunnybank in this share house with people I had no idea who, like just randoms much older than me, like random people mm. and like a, a room that just does not lock and it's just all open and weird. So it's just like, it's like, yeah, I kind of would rather it in a locked car in this stage than inside my room. And then, yeah, like I, I think I like got up somewhere in the night to like go get food and I went to oh my God. car and it's just smashed window and <gasps> all the gear is just stolen, like everything. Oh. It's just emptied and oh I just had to call the uni and be like, uh, yeah, bad news. <laughs> this happened. Called the cops. The cops oh. came around. They got like a fingerprint, but they couldn't really do anything. Anyway, it was a whole thing. Luckily, it was insured, but oh my gosh. I, um, 
it was like this massive like learning experience and then like mm. I was even banned from gear at one point they're like no 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 we can't <laughs> we have to punish you in some way for this mm. um, and then one of my lecturers is just like Rio you know I now trust you more you know what mm. I now um I th- like I have more faith in you mm. because I know you will not do, not do that again mm. now you've made the mistake yeah now you've fucked up you realize how bad this is like mm. I'm confident that you won't. And then like, I, I thought he was just crazy for a bit. I was just like, this guy mm. is a bit of a, <laughs> he's a bit whack. He's just, um, everyone else is freaking out. Um, he's just like, this is great. <laughs> I was mm. like, what? Um, and then like later on in the industry, I was like working in like, um, uh, I was like working for someone doing like a, a news, like um, broadcast thing. I mm. forget what they call it. Um, just going out, like doing an interview on the street. You know, when you see like channel seven and nine, they're just interviewing some random shop owner in the street. So I was shooting one of those Mm. with this news guy. Um, and he was chatting to me about the industry. He was chatting to me and he's like talking about like certain people in the street industry and how they've like, you know, they have attitude issues or they have this, like, Mm. you know, something that they've done wrong and that's why they don't work with them again. And, you know, he's telling me like, you're young and you're like, you're just starting out, like, you know, I'm just warning you, like, if, you know, if this happens and you do, like, just make sure you, like, have a good attitude. And I just remember telling him, like, yeah, look, I absolutely get it. I've already been there. I used to have a really shit attitude when I was in uni. I worked on a whole bunch of stuff very early on, like, on features. And I just had this ego that I built up, which just can happen so easily when you do so much and mm. you build up so much experience so quickly. Um, over your own classmates and he's just like yeah I lost I was telling him I was like I already lost friends in the industry I already lost connections from that like I've learned my lesson he's just like he's like okay now like he's just like I've got more faith in you now just because you've already gone through that um, mm. and I was like wow this is like really cool like so it's like another second time someone said just like just because you went through a mistake already mm. you've now like that now all of a sudden like you know they trust you more um, knowing that you've been through that yeah um so yeah my advice is make those mistakes but make them early make them make them at uni make them Mm. when you have less like on your plate and like less stakes yeah yeah Um, less of a risk you know you don't want to coast through this industry Mm. and then you know 20 10 years later you start building an ego and you start getting rude against people and Mm. you realize that that's your first experience of doing of being like that or, or making this like really dumb mistakes. You know, you want to, you want to go hard. You want to just, just go and do as many film sets as possible. Try, uh, you don't try to make these mistakes, obviously, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you know, give yourself the opportunity and take those risks mm. while you can. And while you like are still fresh and still learning and have yeah. opportunities still moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like, yeah, that's what I, that's how I learned a lot, um, through that. And then, yeah. And then even those same, like that same, um, person who banned me from equipment at James C was the one who hired me later on to work in like Hollywood films and wow. features. Mm. So I was like, so it really like turns out like, you know, those people that, you know, they've seen you grow and they've seen you mm-hmm. make these mistakes, but keep going and learn from them, mm. they're the people that will probably, you know, hire you because they've watched you kind of mm. move, move on from it. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome.
Thank you so much for listening to another Sound Vision GC podcast, and I really hope you enjoyed. We'll catch you next time.